We're back. You're listening to Money Talks. That, uh, that again, plays into that hipness, Jennifer, that you told me not to use at all. Uh, I have a, a very lot, eclectic music taste. I'm a, I'm a whole lot hipper than I used to was. Ah. More hip. <clears throat> More hipper than I used to yeah. was. How about, well, I know you again? usually pay, play the... I'm woke. Woke. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Now we're really so reaching know, deep. I know the language. I, mean, you, <laughs> I just don't use it properly. You usually play the pop the tags one. Yeah, I know. I love that. I mean, thrift shop. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's, it's after your own heart. Isn't it? uh, of course. It's the, uh, the the new me. Me being Troy Harmon, uh, <laughs> host today of Money Talks, uh, speaking with Jennifer Thomas and Justin Wagner. And uh, we got lots of questions. If you have your own questions, we'd love to hear from you. Question hotline, one 429 9166 You can call in, uh, listen to our recording, leave your recording uh, we'll glean the question out of it, um, play it on the air, answer behind it. If you'd like to talk to a real person, you can call 770-429-9166. Uh, ask for our radio producer. You'll get Kelly Lynn. She'll fix you up and uh, get your question on the air. If you just don't want to talk to anybody, you can email us. Dr. Gene at Hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R.com. Um and you can leave us an email, and we'll get your question answered on the air as well. If you'd like to answer your own questions, we got a whole bunch of them posted on our website, Hensler.com, spelled the same way, H-E-N-S-S-L-E-R. And uh, you can find uh, some of the uh, broad topics on there. If it's more specific than you find there, you're going to have to give us a call or email. But uh Let's uh, move on. we got some questions. Uh, here's one from our good friend Ed Kelly, who uh, often writes us. Uh, he's, today he's pontificating on aircraft companies uh, with what seems like increased demand worldwide for passenger aircraft, other than Boeing, Honeywell, Lockheed, General Dynamics, Raytheon, Northrop. Uh, are there any other lesser-known but solid companies that – should have continued should have continued solid growth as the world's airliner supplies increased uh ed that that's a great question it's probably prompted by the fact of how well boeing has done for a long time uh boeing's been one of the recent leaders um it's really interesting to watch industrial sector companies uh and how Boeing has really just knocked the socks off of everybody as far as its return goes. Uh, did get beaten up a little bit end of the year when everyone else was getting knocked around, but since December 24th, the company has roared back, uh, adding about 40% to its um, to its uh, market cap. So it's grown by 40% over the the last what two months. Um, but what I would warn you is that. Um, as I look at it, there's a lot of folks out there that are calling for us to be kind of at the end of the business cycle. And usually these industrial companies, uh, as well as consumer discretionaries, are cyclical. They're very sensitive to the business cycle. When things slow down, uh, their revenues slow significantly. But what I did is took kind of the list that you had provided, Ed, <clears throat> and I, I looked at, at its their supply chains. So I'm looking down the line 
to try to find companies that actually generate revenue by selling to uh, these larger aircraft manufacturers. And the three that I really paid most attention to were Lockheed Martin, General Dynamics, and Boeing Aerospace. So uh, of the of those companies, I find three that stood out for exposure to these. Uh, among the three are Triumph Group, Melrose Industries, and Transdime Group. Uh, there's another one as well that uh, I get into a little bit later. Um, Spirit Aerosystems Holdings. Um, but basically when I look at these, they all look really expensive. In fact, um, the the ones that uh, that look like they feed more into uh, Boeing actually look about as expensive as Boeing. Uh, not real surprising, but Boeing still outstripped them by by return. Uh, you get down to Spirit Aerosystems, which has got a symbol P uh, SPR. Uh, it really looks like probably the best. Um, the best option there. It actually meets the Hensler financial criteria for investment based on uh, financial strength and safety. Uh, if I just had to say one, in fact, that's really the only one that I could pound the table and say is is a halfway decent buy, but I would still go very carefully, very cautiously into this space. It's, uh, it, it, like I say, it's known for um, known for being sensitive to the business cycle, and I'm I'm a little bit... Um, a little bit cautious at the moment on what comes next. All right, let's uh, get back to our financial questions. We got Willie Shriver who writes, my wife is leaving her job to raise our children. That's a good thing. She's about to take on a much bigger job. Uh, what can we do with her 401k? So what are all the options? Well, there are a couple of options depending on how much she has in it. If she has more than $5,000 in there, she could leave it in the 401k plan. Um, she can roll it into an IRA. Right. She can take it out. She's going to have to pay taxes on it. And I'm assuming that she's under 59 and a half she's if she's got children. About to have, about yeah. to have children, I yeah. assume. Yeah. Or, or has children, but I'm assuming then she would still be um, under that. So there would be a 10% penalty if she took it out and did not put it into an IRA. Um, typically, we recommend that people um, not leave it in their plan right. um, because they have a wider range of investment choices Option, out, yeah. Yeah, outside. Yeah. So they can roll it into an IRA. They can invest it however they want to. Um, one thing that I would, and, it, and it's just whatever the vested balance is. So one thing I would want to mention, if she has some flexibility on when she's going to leave, she needs to look and see if she's close to being more vested than if she could stick around to a date, you know, or if she's already fully vested, um, then she could go ahead and leave. But if, you know, if for some reason it would make her completely vested or at least more vested in any employer contributions, then um, I would look at that date. That vesting means that she just gets to keep what the employer has, has put in, right. in her name. Yes. Yeah. So normally when you invest in a 401k plan and your employer matches, they have a schedule based on, you know, like once you've been there, you probably know the details more, but it's usually like five years you're fully vested. All the vested schedules are going to be different, be, but five yeah. is very common. Yeah. So yeah. that's a common one, but you can look, but so it, you know, it might be that at five years you're fully vested, at four years you're 80% vested, right. at three years you're, you know, 60% and, you know, on down. So, so do they tie that vesting schedule to the 
point at which you put the money in, or is it from your from when start you of employment? Em- were employed. Yes. Correct. Okay. So after five years, any money that the employer puts in in your name 100% is yours. yours. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. All right. Yeah. Um, one thing, Jennifer, you said something about more options. So, Justin, you want to flesh out a little bit about um, when you have a 401k, almost everything is going to be a mutual fund, right? Everything. You know, we're starting to have more ETFs in some of Exchange our funds. Exchange-traded funds. Correct. But you're not going to have individual equities. Okay. Um, you know, we have a lot of participants to come to us that are going to approach retirement and what are my options. And Jennifer laid out what all those options are. We never recommend cashing it out because you got to pay tax. Right, you pay taxes, and if you're under 59 and a half, you're going to pay a penalty. But um, you know, I think rolling it into an IRA makes the most sense from having a more uh, open investment lineup you can choose from. You have a professional that you work with, but some plans are so big that the fees within the plan are so much smaller. And you may be able to have your money invested all in at 15 basis points or 20 basis points, where you know if you work with an advisor, you may have to pay a little bit more. But you get the expertise, you get a financial sure. plan, you get that additional knowledge. So you have to decide what's best for you in, in your personal situation. Yeah, and quite often, unless you're going to do a whole lot of homework, the individual investor probably doesn't, doesn't need to be buying Correct. individual stocks. So Correct. having a profession with a mutual fund, it's wrapped by the fact that uh, a professional actually manages the fund. Right. So, you know, you get that through just buying the mutual mm-hmm. fund. Um, and nothing says that you have to, even if you roll out the, the money into uh, retirement, uh, an IRA outside of the 401k plan, um, you, you can still leave the mutual funds that you owned yeah. right in place. Nothing says you have to change mm-hmm. it, right? Correct. All right. That... Uh, Covers that one pretty well. Let's go to Adam from Brookhaven. Uh, Adam says, uh, where do you stand on Berkshire Hathaway? Class B shares. I'm looking at its five-year history and its one-year target estimate and think it's a good deal. Well, let's flesh out a little bit of what Berkshire Hathaway is. Obviously, anybody that's been around investing or contemplated investing has heard the name Warren Buffett, right? So Berkshire Berkshire Hathaway (laughs) is the company that he runs. And um, he's done a, a pretty good job of it, I would say. Um, but he's he's an old dude at this point. Was he like 86 or something? Is it think he's even, is he older yeah. than that? I don't know. He's an old guy. He's, he's getting close. But to he's 90. he's uh, starting to talk about you know the next phase of Berkshire Hathaway. There are people in there that are helping him invest. Um, you know, if you think about what all he owns, probably the biggest and best known. Uh, company that he has or in his portfolio is going to be Geico. But he also owns Dairy Queen, NetJets, Pampered Chef, uh, Seas, uh, Candies, Shaw Industries right here in Georgia. Just recently bought Duracell, I think back in 2015. Clayton Homes manufactures mobile homes. Uh, Lubrizol Corporation, BNSF, yes, Burlington Northern Santa Fe was one of his biggest recent purchases, uh, the railroad uh, General Re, a reinsurance company, and, and Geico as well. He's uh, considered, the business is considered a financial because most of its money is generated from insurance. Um, but it's a very diversified company, mm-hmm. uh, almost like a mutual fund within itself. The difference between what Buffett does and what everybody else does, a mutual fund will buy a small portion of a business. In fact, um by regulation, they can't buy more than 5%. Buffett's business is not encumbered by that regulation. He buys the whole company. 
And what he does is he buys companies with good management, leaves the management in place. So he runs his business off of about 12 people, just the business itself. But in owning those individual companies, they have a full management team and a whole lot of employees. Uh, and, you know, it's a, a global company at this point. So um, if you look, there's uh awesome portfolio of companies owned at about 29 times earnings, meaning the PE is 20, well, 28 times earnings, about 28. Um, you look at the price to sales, 1.87 versus a 2.88% long-term average. It's one of the few companies that actually does look attractive in the market relative to EBITDA, relative to sales. I've talked a good bit on the, the program recently about uh, the PE being uh, kind of managed for the S&P 500 overall, but a company like this is, uh, is, is doing a pretty good job. I'm still not sold that this is uh, the, the absolute best time, but uh, Warren's track record over a long, long period is really good. So, guys, I'm saying eh, it's kind of a lukewarm buy on Berkshire Hathaway. Market up or down next week? It's up. Up. I'm up, too. Thanks for listening to Money Talks. We'll catch you next week. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.